Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at ConairGirlBomb.com or a retailer near you. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment, no maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up? It's Lip Service. I'm Angela Yee. (laughs) I'm Kate McGuire. I'm Jasmine Brand. And Rennie Ritchie is here with us for the first time ever. Hey. Hey, Rennie. Hey, y'all. Are you in the bathroom? <laughs> it looked like it. I am because my kids are and my nephews, like, you know, Christmas was just here. So everybody is around here playing with toys and being loud. I was like, let me try and hide. Okay. That's like the mom's ultimate hiding place, I feel like sometimes, being in the bathroom. The bathroom. Only quiet space you get. No, but it, I got a little girl. She's 10, too. So now it's like the bathroom is not even my hiding space no more because even when, if I'm doing my makeup, she in here with me. Like, if I'm using the bathroom, she in here with me. <laughs> wow. So you've been locked in, huh? Yeah. I'm enjoying it, though. All right. Well, that's good. Oh, that's have, you've been doing a lot. This is definitely a first for our, our Zoom episodes to have somebody in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> She's the first. <laughs> you know what? Is it echoing? You, no. Toilet talk. You can tell a lot about a person by their bathroom, too. When you go to that, they always say in restaurants, you could tell how clean a restaurant is by the bathroom. And you could tell a lot about a person. Like, have you ever dated somebody and their bathroom was nasty? Yep. I can't stand a nasty bathroom or like the bottom of the toilet. I remember I dated this guy and he had like um, three roommates. This is when I was uh, fresh out of college. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you that was the most disgusting bathroom, I was like, I don't even want to go in here and pee. It was so nasty. (laughs) Gross. I couldn't take a shower there or nothing. I was actually stopped going there and stopped because the shower is disgusting. Like showers are. uh, I don't like bar soap with hair on it. I don't like when the back of the toilet is dusty. Or, or you like, no, men don't really clean up. So it'd be hair from like 10 bitches ago on the floor. <laughs> definitely. I've definitely seen yeah, other women's hair. I definitely have seen other women's hair in guys' bathroom I dealt with. Like, because they don't clean up. I, I, I supposed to. That before too. That's how you find out if a guy is cheating. You look in his bathroom because they don't clean it. Like it looks like the girl had brushed her weave and then like then took all the hair out of the um, and just threw it on the floor. Put it in, <laughs> in the toilet and it was like a glob of hair in the toilet. Oh, um, I mean not the toilet in the trash can. Trash can. And I'm like, why she uh-uh. just like, put it down the toilet? That's why I was really the saying he. I don't, I don't know about his type of woman either because any woman that don't flush her hair down the toilet, so I mean, right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, if you see a pink hair somewhere, you know it's this bitch right here. <laughs> <laughs> so, listen, Rennie. I know um, relationship-wise, because we've heard you talk about guys on your songs and everything, and you know you a solid chick, and we all know that. But what's the worst way you caught a guy cheating on you? Um, this actually just happened like literally two weeks ago. Um, me and my we've been on and I feel like going on five years now or whatever. And I just kind of had a feeling like, you know how when you've been with somebody so long, 
they have patterns and you know how they move or whatever. So um, the season is getting back in. So they had started their two-a-day workouts or whatever. And he was like, I'm about to get ready to go to sleep. Mind you, I just left from down there like three days ago. He's like, I'm about to get ready to go to sleep. You know, we had two-a-days. I'm tired today. It's seven o'clock. I know you. Like, you don't need, you don't go to sleep at all, bro. Like, <laughs> so um, I'm like, nah, something funny. So he's like, no, nah, you just want to pick an argument. You want to pick an argument. Now, I, I know this is what you do. You deflect when it's when you're trying to get out the phone. You pick something to be like, all right, I, got, I ain't got to talk to her for the rest of the night. Let me pick an argument. I'm like, it's a bitch down there. So he sends a whole video like it's not a bitch down here, blah, blah, blah. Never answers the phone. Act like he's going to sleep. I FaceTime and then he accidentally picked one up. He's sitting in the bathroom up. But you're supposed to be asleep. It's like four hours ago. You said you was going to sleep. So I book a flight. I get on a red eye and I go to the New Orleans. <laughs> okay. Um, I pop up at the hotel and I get a key to the room and I only have to use the key because as soon as I get to the floor, the housekeeping is cleaning the room up and I walk in and the bitch is in the room. Damn. Oh, shit. Now, back up a second. How did you get the key? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Right. See, what had happened was I told them <laughs> this was my fiance and they I had been there like a few times already. Like they know we together or whatever. So I'm like, I lost my key. I had my old key with me or whatever, but I'm sure the room's got re whatever. If I had my old key, I'm like, can you just re-key my room? And they just gave me a new key. So what did you say when you when you came in there? Um, I asked her what her name was and I was like, you know, he didn't tell me he had a girlfriend and she was like, no. And you know, thank God for, you know, growth because the old me would have just hit the bitch. Right. Like, but like I'm older and I, you know, I'm a little more mature and I, I'm learned, learning to be a logical thinker. So I'm like, she did what any woman would. She ain't wrong. She don't owe me nothing. So we just sit in there talking or whatever. And I'm, I'm like, I should like fuck this whole room up. I should fuck this room up. I should wait for him to get out of practice. And I'm like, no, both of us going to be in jail. So I don't do that. <laughs> but I just talk to her and I leave. I fuck his PlayStation 5 up. I take some shit Woo! I know he give a fuck about. And I just leave and I don't say nothing. I never texted him and told him what happened. I waited for him to call me. Randy, you know somebody could have used that PS5. You ain't have to mess it up. You could have just took it. Yeah. I know, I ain't think, but uh, you know, at that moment, I was so impulsive, and the only thing, like, I wanted to fuck something up. I'm just playing with you, fine, I'm kidding, you're not gonna re-gift And I didn't want to fuck nothing up in these people hotel room either, because I'm still thinking, like, he got an image, I got an image, I'm still trying to protect us at the same time, and that's some shit. (laughs) Everybody knows this was your boyfriend, though, for quite some time, so you think that she really didn't know about you? Um... I mean, whether she did or she didn't, that she not obligated to, you right. know, not fuck with him because he my nigga. So right. was she cute at least? Whether she, she like she ain't me. <laughs> I would say, listen, I'm me. not. She was. I'm. She's a cute. She's a cute. She was a cute girl. Like she just looked like a young girl. Like she was a cute girl. You like, that she's very mature. She, I right, love that. that. Is very yeah. mature. She's she done things in the past, and she's thinking about her career now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, listen. Me and this nigga done been through the worst of the worst. When I say any situation you could possibly think about being in, we done been through that. And um, you know, I'm tired. At that, I don't think I'm mature no more. I think I'm just tired. You gonna take him back? Are you gonna take him back? Um. Damn. Uh, my thing be all right so listen we just start like we just started back trying to work on shit again because i went and i tried to like date other people and like lead a situation along but they on the same type of time so my thing was you know i'd rather be with somebody i really give a fuck about and put up with the shit and see what's gonna change over here versus going through this with a whole new person i'm trying to get to know you and dealing with it the, like these niggas ain't shit so y'all still together basically <laughs> no, we no, we single, but we together. It's toxic. <laughs> there you go. She said it's toxic. Now, Gigi, you could perhaps shed some light on this because Gigi Girl, didn't do this. I've been through the revolving door of a relationship, and I finally got out of it. And I mean, I had those same sentiments. I felt like, why well, put up with the next nigga bullshit when I can put up with this nigga bullshit, and I'm already accustomed to this bullshit and know what's going to come along with it. Right. Well, I got to start something new with somebody else, and it's going to be the same bullshit. I might as well know what I'm dealing with and what come along with it on the con- on the pros and the cons. So, you know, I went back time after time after time again. Um, I eventually ended up leaving and, you know, we no longer speak. So we aren't together. But um, I-, I feel where you're coming from with the whole, like, you know, I'd rather just deal with the bullshit that I'm used to. You put in I- like 10 years, Gigi. That's a long time. Yeah. I was the same person for 10 years. 
But I also think that has something to do with like just being a part of the industry. Like whether I used to dance too, like whether you dancing, you rapping, you know, you modeling, being a part of this industry, like you don't really have the leisure to date around, you know what I'm saying? Like and and go through trial and error because as soon as they see you with somebody, they're gonna assume you fucking, even if y'all not fucking. So you get seen with so many different people and then your name is kind of like fucked up because people just assuming. So it's like, you know, it's a blessing and a curse to be doing what we're doing but as far as a date in life it's like it, it kind of puts a strain on it but do you care like do you really care if people think that you fuck you know because it is oh no because they gonna they gonna say i'm fucking anyway i done heard stories that i don't fuck so many niggas i ain't even seen some of these niggas but they done had my pussy and i ain't even know about it so hey i don't i care. did a whole list of guys that, that i slept with and they put some women on there too and Ooh, some nice. of them some of them, I didn't even know who they were. Never met them before in my life. I was like, oh, I gotta find this. List. I had to just not care. Like I was just like, mm-hmm. it. no, it'd be funny hearing them stories, like whole stories about yourself, and you'd be like, damn, who made this up? Because I kind of want to talk to them and hear what else happened because this shit felt good, but it ain't fucking happened. Right. Like I want to meet these people that I supposedly yeah. I want to see that list. <laughs> now let's talk about. Um, <laughs> So when he did call you, what was that conversation like? That was some typical nigga shit. My, he's younger than me too. So, you know, he his maturity level is not where mine is. Uh, but you're young. I, I had my kids. I'm 29, but I had my son when I was 16. I had my daughter when I was 18. So like half my life I was a kid. The other half of my life I've been a mom first. So right. I feel like my maturity level is just even different from girls my age, even, you know, with kids. Cause mine's just a little older, you know. So I I try to look at everything, you know, all the way across the board and take those things into consideration. He's younger than me. He called. He like, um, did you take my Louis Vuitton bag? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh, have you seen my debit card? I'm like, no, nah, I ain't seen your debit card. And we got off the phone. Cause at this point, I ain't about. To, I don't, we don't gotta address nothing. You don't want to address me. You know what the fuck you did. So when it's up, just know why it's up. Mm-hmm. But like you said, it's been off and on. So, and you said it's a toxic relationship. But is this the person yeah. you see yourself with, like married? Uh, if I had to pick right now, from <laughs> yeah, if I had to pick right now, you know, from the you know the people in my pond right now, yeah. Do your kids <laughs> like him? Yeah, my kids love him. That's hard. It's just toxic with the with the adult shit. Like we we live together. Like it's just toxic with the adult shit. Mm-hmm. But I don't involve my kids in that. We don't display none of that to you know the kids. Now, does he ask you questions also about if there's rumors of you dating people? Or does he ever come to you like, man, what? <laughs> this man questioned me about everything, like every little thing you could think of, and I I know it's his conscience. Yep, that's what I was gonna say. Of course, he's gonna ask you because he out doing his own dirt. So any little thing yeah, it's his conscience. about, he gonna bring it right to you. That's like it's mean. literally his conscience. His conscience eats him up about every little thing, and I know it probably is like intimidating being with me with the attention and stuff I get, and you know being around rappers and you know you're a ball player, so y'all looking at rappers like they get looked at in, as individuals. Y'all get looked at as an entity unless you're a franchise player. I get looked at as an individual. So when we out, some people know you, some people don't. But when people know me, they know exactly who I am. Um, and I feel like that play a lot into it, too. I feel like that play a lot into why you cheat. Mm. Right. His, interesting. his own ego mm-hmm. and insecurities. And especially yeah. when you signed, right? Because you signed to, um, what is it, Wolfpack? That's part of QC? Wolfpack. Yeah. yeah. So how did he feel when that happened? Because that's intimidating to be around those guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, believe it or not, when, we, when I signed, we weren't together. Like, we was on our little off shit. Like, he was out doing his thing, and I was really just focused on myself. He still takes me and told me congratulations or whatever. But, I mean, I know he was happy because I was leaving the club. Like, I was stripping when we met, so I was leaving the club. So, I know he was happy about that. But at the end of the day, the rap game, just like the strip club. (laughs) How did you you meet him? Okay, so he went to, he was going to college, playing college at ball at, um, USC and we both from Columbia but we had like mutual friends or whatever and being that he younger than me like some of the promoters who I they would book me to come like dance and stuff and I was like you know the popping stripper in our state or whatever and he was just asking about me like he was checking for me or whatever and I, he came in one night and we just chopped it up and that was it I was bored for real I was like getting out of a relationship I had 
been single for like a year and I was just trying to like I I went into it like fun like this is gonna be fun this little boy I ain't gonna take this little boy serious because he's younger than me and I'm used to dating older guys I'm like I ain't gonna take this little boy serious like it's gonna be fun or whatever but we just clicked like we we real cool did you enjoy dancing in the club was that something that because I know that's something that like it could be I'm doing this to get some money or you could be like this is actually fun how was it for you um, I went into it doing it just to like provide more for my kids because when I started dancing, I had two jobs. Like I was working for a military financing company and I was working at like the trap clothing store, like, you know, where all the drug dealers and stuff go to. Excuse me. And um, I'm like, you know, I'm making money, but I ain't I ain't able to give my kids the extra. Like I'm I'm able to pay the bills, I'm able to do the necessities, but I wanna I want my kids to live. Like and my baby daddy was in prison, so this whole time I've been raising my kids by myself. I see the girls, like, I started working the door first. That's mm-hmm. how you get in there. I started working the door first. Then I started bartending. I'm like, man, I'm watching the girls dance. I'm like, these bitches ain't doing shit. These bitches ain't even cute. <laughs> like, <laughs> is this all the fuck they doing? And they leaving with bags? Oh, nah, sign me up. The crazy part is my first week dancing, I didn't make no money. What? I did not make a dollar. I was in the hole. Like, the city where you dancing I, my first time dancing, I went to Orangeburg, South Carolina. Oh, uh, okay. I, but I'm from South Carolina, so you know I wasn't gonna go to like no big crazy city because I was still nervous. Like I was really jumping out there, like winging the fuck out that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I ain't had no real dance shoes. I went and bought some damn lingerie and had on some little regular thigh high boots, which you wear to the club. I'm looking real baby girlish. Like, <laughs> did you, you know how like? I'm a real baby girl (laughs) and I don't went and bought this big long synthetic wig trying to cover up who I am and everything bitch not even thinking girl you got tattoos they know who you are like people already know you you know what I'm saying it wasn't like I was a nobody going to dance people already know you now I'll be looking at some of that shit like who the fuck let me think this was right (laughs) but I went in there for the money and I got into a relationship and he asked me to stop working. I stopped working. I stopped working all my jobs. We moved together. You know, he was making all the money. And at the time I was young, I didn't realize I was giving him control and power by stopping, you know, my own income. So when he started cheating and stuff, the relationship just went somewhere completely different because he had control and power. I moved to Atlanta with him. Right. And it was like, when I'm bucking about shit that you're doing that's fucked up, you telling me, well, I got the money. Like, what you going to do? You can't do shit about it. Be quiet. So I I got tired of it. I'm like, you know what? I'm finna leave. He's like, if you leave, like, that's cool. But I ain't got nothing for you. You can't take, you ain't got shit to leave with. Right. I came back home and had to go. I had to swallow my pride and go back to the club. Like, everybody know that's embarrassing to leave the club, be with a nigga who up, be put up, got this, got that, and have to come back because, you know, that was all that nigga shit. I was like, when I come back this time. I'm making the most out of it. Like, if I'm going to be dancing and people going to be talking about me, I'm going to make sure they say, but she the baddest bitch in that motherfucker. She getting that motherfucking bag in there. Mm-hmm. Ain't, she ain't playing. And that's what I did. I went there. I turned that bitch all the way up. <laughs> <laughs> and so you started rapping while you was at the club, too. No, the crazy part is I had tried, like, I was pursuing music before I started dancing. It was just something I always had an opportunity. I was like, I had been presented opportunities to do, and I fucked with it. Like, I wrote and for my school newspaper, all through school, journalism was like my shit. I love writing poetry. So like I was into that shit, but it just was not the right times. Every, the first two times that I had the opportunity, it wasn't right. One of my kids was too young. The next, my money wasn't right. This time came around, I went looking for it. And I just happened to know, you know, like in the club, you form business relationships with all the rappers, all the people, right. you know, who you need to know because the strip club is rap culture. Yep. So I knew these people, but I never told them like, oh, I know how to rap. I, I ain't pushed that on there because I'm thinking about making some money. Fuck all that. But I wanted a career. Like I wanted my son's job shadowing they had came up. And this is what really made me like, nah, bitch, you gotta find something else to do. Cause I asked them, I said, What, you know, what did you tell them at school that I do? Cause I ain't take you to no job to shadow shit. I'm like, well, you just stay home that day. I'm like, what did you go tell them? You know that I do. He was like, "Shit, I ain't telling. I ain't telling you did nothing." I said, "You stay home. That's your job. You stay home with us." I'm like, "Man, that's for my child to know what I'm doing and be protecting me mm-hmm. because he ain't even telling me he know what I'm doing. I didn't find out my kids knew I was stripping until I stopped. 
So mm-hmm. he's not even telling me at the time he really do know what I'm doing. But for right. my child to, you know, have to go make up shit and, and not have nothing to talk about with their mama that they could be proud of. I'm like, I need a career, bro. I'm making all the money in the world, but I ain't got shit to talk about. I can't show shit for it besides like some bags. Some, you know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't filing no taxes. I wasn't handling it right on that. Yeah. Right. And what about what did he say about his dad? Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, because that's tough. That dad, that dad probably been home from prison maybe three years, maybe. Like, he had been home from prison long. He got locked up when my son was one, and I was, like, three months away from having our daughter. They both got the same dad. So they don't really have a, you know, they, at that time, they really didn't have no relationship with him. They was just meeting him. You know, they was trying to find something. So I don't really think they even think about right. or thought about him at the time. I saw an old tweet, um, I think from last year, you were talking about, I, I guess you were saying whether or not you were comfortable letting your kids see their dad when he was locked up. Yeah, see, I, I didn't let my kids go to prison and um, see their dad. One, I, like, I got a little boy, and I don't want him to feel like being in and out of a jail is normal. Like, he a little black boy, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I don't want you to feel like this is normal. I don't want to normalize that for you. And I feel like by bringing you to see him, and it could have been selfish on my part, you know? And if he felt like it was selfish, I do apologize to him for that. But I feel like I did what I had to do to protect my kids. You never met your daughter. Why would you want the first time you meet her or her first memories of you to be in a jail? Listen, girl, you done did a lot already. She done lived. 29 years old. (laughs) You done lived, girl. (laughs) It's nice that your kids are so grown, too. I always feel like it's kind of dope to have done all that already you know what i'm saying like she's like she grown she grew, grew with her kids too <laughs> yeah we definitely we still growing for real i'm not even gonna lie to y'all like girls who i know i wasn't the only girl in high school pregnant i wasn't the only girl you know who ain't listen to their mom i have my girl at 17 and it's like yeah. right now we, we are at the point where she's grown and i'm still young enough that we enjoy a lot of the same things she, we were just in the club together like a month ago <laughs> like drunk o'clock in the morning and she's 24 i'm 41 so yeah, it's like see. I had her at seventeen. We was we grew up together. You know, we very very close. And it's like at this point, I have friends that are my age. They got little ass kids, and they can't do shit because they got little ass kids. And I'm like, well, bitch, mine grown. <laughs> I said because mine grown. Mine yeah, so grown. It, for me, it was hard back then. But I, I looking back at it, I would rather go through what I went through then to have the life that I have now versus being in the shoes of my friends that are older with younger kids. But to each I, his own. And- no, I definitely agree with you. And then, you know, other girls had kids young like us, but they call their grandmama's mama and they call their mamas by their first name. And I like I really raised my kids. Like I really you in here right now. Yeah, like I I I really like my mama ain't make that baby, so my mama ain't needed to raise no more babies. Like I was grown when I laid down and I was grown and I took care of them and I figured it out. And like I, me and my kids have open discussions about everything. They know I'm mama, but anything we we gonna talk about it all. Ain't nobody gonna give you no information or talk to you about something that I'ma tell you right first. I ain't, you ain't never gotta be scared to come talk to me about nothing. So we talk about what I did. We talk about their daddy being in prison, and we learning with each other. I see. I really sit and ask my kids like, do it bother you when I do this right here? I'm trying to like I'm trying to see something. Like we really talk. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, that's amazing. I love it. And you did everything you did for your kids. And they probably so happy to see you as a rapper. Yeah, do they do you let them listen to your music? Yeah. They my, they listen to everything because I, know everything. I don't believe in I don't believe in filtering no music, no TV, no nothing, because at the end of the day, they're they gonna see it somewhere. Like yep. the cartoons is about the same as the music now. So yep. they're gonna see it somewhere. And it ain't no music or no television or no YouTube parenting my kids. I parent my kids. They just, you know, consume that. It ain't leading they, it's not teaching them anything in no type of way. Right. They be listening to hands on your knees. <laughs> yeah. They, they, my, they know all the words, too. They know all the words. I catch them slip up. I catch them slip up. They would have said a cuss word or something. I'm like, yeah, I heard you. <laughs> Get out of here. I heard that now. <laughs> so let's talk about just everything that's been happening for you. Because you did put out, um, during the pandemic, you've been putting out music. And so, and you've been having time to sit at, be at home and, you know, be with your kids probably more than ever before since you don't have to travel right now too much. So talk about deciding to put out some music during this pandemic. 
Well, I was, I actually was getting ready to put out Real Bitch Radio, and it was supposed to be my album, which we get ready to put it out now. But um, I had more creative say so with this one. So I wanted the rollout to really be intimate and personal. I wanted to really connect with my fans because everybody putting out a lot of content now, but they're not really touching the people no more. They're not really making their fans feel included. And I wanted to do that. I want to do pop-up shops. I want to do private listening parties just with my fans, you know, shit like that. So when we couldn't do that because quarantine started, I was like, nah, like, let's hold off on that. But I still want to get them something. Like, I, it's almost been a year since I put something out. I only put Big Rennie out. I got signed with no original content out. I just got signed off Jack and Beats. So I put Big Rennie out. I went, it took a whole year to try and figure myself out, figure my sound out, figure out what it meant to be an artist. But I'm like, nah, they need something. Like right now I got to get them something. So I pulled a couple songs off Real Bitch Radio, put them on the quick tape, took that fucking picture. That picture was really a gas station picture that I just had in my camera roll. Like, shit, we finna use this. And we gonna call this motherfucker quick tape. Like I had to be really resourceful with no resources. So that's how it came about. And I'm glad I did it because I feel like it sparked the conversation. I had kind of like died down. I wasn't staying in the conversation. I wasn't giving people nothing to talk about. So it, it sparked the conversation back up. And now people are looking for shit and they ready, you know, for me to drop shit and they consuming the stuff that I am putting out because I got them ready for it. Right. Now, before you sign with Wolfpack, were there other people trying to sign you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I actually went out to L.A. and recorded with Kanye um, for good music. He wasn't actually there. He was supposed to be there. But then it was like Valentine's Day and him and Kim did something. And I really was thinking about going that way. But what made me take into consideration, like, not doing it was because I felt like I needed somebody who knew how to transition me from where I was coming from. Mm-hmm. I, I needed people who, like, really knew, like, the streets. I was coming from the trap. I yeah. really need you to understand. I'm not coming in here polished. I'm not right. coming in here knowing what the fuck to do. I want to shake my ass. I want to pop my pussy. I want to talk about getting money. I want to be me. And I didn't want to go nowhere where it was going to be like, oh, you got to be this way or we need you to do this. I didn't want to change myself. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you did what you did then. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I did what I did too. It's been a long process, like a lot of trial and error, but you know, I'm, ultimately I'm glad with where it's going now. Yeah, I think that make more sense anyway. I see you on songs with City Girls and Lil Yachty and I think I could see just that lane is more your lane than being on I don't even think good music. Does it still exist? I don't know. I mean, you just seem, you know. (laughs) That was another thing, too. I'm like, y'all got Tiana Taylor over here. Y'all got, you know, good artists on y'all roster. Y'all ain't, they ain't really being handled the best way. Like, all of, I want to do that. I'm not trying to be show. And with going to Wolfpack, like, baby, you know, he he QC and Wolfpack. So I was the first, like, sole artist, just Wolfpack. So I knew, like, I was going to be priority. I right. wasn't going to be shelved. I wasn't going to be, oh, we got to fit you in between here. I, like, And that's what really like had me, yeah, we're going to grow together. Yeah, yeah. And you are able to stay true to yourself, which is what really matters because you're able to put out the best product and the best music and give what you know you feel with the people right. that when right. you have control, that creative control over your, over your music. So that's no, I ain't going to lie. The first project, hey, I ain't really... I ain't really had that much control, but I ain't know no better then either. That's why when the second one came around, I was like, hold up, we doing it this way. We done tried it y'all way. We doing it this way. I picked the name for it. Like, that's why I said my first project was kind of Big Rini. I've been doing this big shit, but you know, I ain't really have no say so in like the shit that mattered. I didn't know it mattered then. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, shit, I just go record the music. I say what bitch I like, hear a name, hear a title, and that was really it. And right. then I saw how it came out, and I'm like, nah, it didn't make sense. Like, nothing about it made sense. It was just like, oh, she put a project out. This time, we're going to do it right. Every time after this, we're going to do something that makes sense. Now, I want to get back to talking about your on-again, off-again man. So, so <laughs> in relationships for a long time, right, because the dick is good. You think that's part of the reason why you stayed in you're staying in this relationship? Um, shit, I taught him everything he know. He, he know <laughs> <what I> mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um I think I think with me, it ain't just about being good. It's cause I will keep fucking on you until I find somebody that I really wanna fuck with. Like I'm gonna take serious. Cause mm-hmm. I ain't gonna just be fucking, you know what I'm saying? I keep fucking on my old nigga and be dating a new nigga. 
trying to see if this the nigga I want to fuck with. And that be the problem because, you know, that sex be having you talking yourself back into some shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that be a lot of the problem. But I just don't be like, I ain't finna catch no new body and this nigga don't even work out. I can stay <laughs> over here. This nigga hey, don't you don't like to be alone. You don't like to be alone. Yeah, I don't. I, I do not. I do not. I'm like a serial. Like, I need love. <laughs> What's the longest you've been by yourself? Single? Probably a year. That's a long time. I feel like a year. I, but it don't be no. me either, though. The niggas be getting with me and they just want to, like, stay around. They just never want to leave me. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. It must be the southern <laughs> bell in me. My mama say I start cooking and cleaning too much. I was going to say, you probably have a lot of maternal instincts when it comes to relationships, too. You know, having raised yeah, that- kids and then sometimes being with a man is like raising a kid. Yeah, and she could cook. <laughs> Yeah, Dom, my best friend, she be on me all the time like that. She say, you always want to get around niggas and start cooking. Wonder why he don't want to go nowhere. <laughs> I love to cook shit. I'm going to keep you fed, baby. <laughs> now, when you say you taught him everything he knows, was he not good at first? Cause now oh, this- no, he was good. Okay, but you taught him more. He just young. He just was young. You know what I'm saying? In college, y'all just fucking. Like, I ain't go to college, you know what I'm saying? But I know, like... When me and my baby daddy was fucking around, we was just fucking. We was right. kids. We didn't know what we was doing. We just right. you wasn't trying to please each other necessarily. Yeah, right. yeah. So like you know, the first time we had sex, I was you know he gave me a little head. I'm like, oh, you know what he's doing a little bit, okay. Nope. You know, okay. he had a little okay. stroke on him. I was like, cool, I can fuck with this. Like, I bet. So like the more we started doing it, like. I just started teaching him like the shit that I like because I'm into like I like all that freaky shit like spit in my mouth choke me like snatch me up I want all that all that I just yeah. picture on your page of you getting choked and your, you that were... ain't me that ain't me okay I said it's it wasn't her it's a photo dump it's a photo dump you know I like to do the little photo dumps I've been doing it for a long time you know I, I'm just I like being ready it just made me think, <laughs> uh, in your head that's, that's what you into yeah should have been me. Right. It should have been me. It was an expression of you, even though it wasn't you in the picture. Yeah, it's, I wish it was me in the picture. <laughs> you that ever picture have marks, was sexy as fuck. You ever have marks on yourself after sex? Because yeah. it got rough. Look how pale as the rest of us, of course. Yeah, I'm yellow as fuck. I, look, I got a big fucking bruise over here right now. I, I bruise so easy. So, yes. That'll be a yes. That'll be yeah, okay. the <laughs> I can't believe it. I but, cannot get into somebody spitting in my mouth. It just can't. I can't do it. Yeah, I can't. It's not my ministry. It ain't for me. No, I'm with all that shit. I don't <laughs> want no hunk spit in my mouth. No, I don't want. Yeah, no- it gotta be like sexy and like. Yeah, you know, it's like, like and I every nigga ain't a spit in my mouth. Now I that's just I don't just go collecting spit. So, <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't just go doing that. But I do like it. Like me and him got like a little. We got our own little vibe when it comes to. Like what we be having going on. It works for them. What about chemistry. a golden? What about a golden shower? Nah, it's gone too far. Angela. What? I don't know. Some people are into the shower from from <laughs> spit to pit. <laughs> people no, do that I'm in the shower. I'm childish because I don't even catch. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm childish. I'm not catching on that. No. Uh, what do you What are you doing? Honestly, I've been fucking the same nigga for five years. I never see the nothing no more. Oh, okay. There you go. Gotcha. But you don't never want to, um, guys, I feel like guys like to see their come sometimes. Like, we like to see it come out. I like that. They money in a strip club. They like to see that is, baby. They want to see it. They want to see it on you. They want to know it went down your throat. You know. Now, see, I'm with that. I like to watch you nut on me sometimes, but, like, especially we doing it from the back. I want to turn around and watch you nut on my ass or whatever. Shoot it down my spine like that. I'm into all of that. I'm not, I'm not catching it in my mouth, though. Damn, not even no. for his birthday? <laughs> she she really feels strongly about this. Look at her. Look at her. But I'm confused about how he could spit in your mouth, but, but he you can't nut yeah. in your mouth. Come That's on, crazy. Now. I'll take nut before I take spit. Uh-huh. Me too. <clears throat> no, you should try mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Does she really? I'm a kisser though. I'm a kisser. I like to kiss. Like if we tongue kissing, you let's spit. Like we swap right. spit. Still so I mean that nut shit though is just um I don't know. We we had a discussion about it before, and he was like, I don't. Like, I don't be moving when you squirting in my mouth. Like, shit, that's different. You better not move. Like, that's <laughs> different. The textures are two completely different things. Like, but isn't it, okay, so you can squirt. Isn't that a lot more than 
come? Like when it, I've never wear this. I haven't honestly. either. It's it's a whole lot more. It's a lot. It's it's kind of like a golden shower if you think about it. And he oh, catches yeah. that in his mouth. No, he don't catch it in his mouth. No, I was just saying hypothetically, Uh-oh. if I was to do it, you better not move. You'll drown. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I it. can't even take head that long, though, y'all. I'll be ready to fuck. Like, I I can't take no head that whole time. You, I need some penetration. Mm. So, wait, what is, uh, would you be down to have another kid with him then since he's nothing all in you? Yeah. You would? Okay. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I'm down for that. Yeah. Cause it's quarantine time. Yeah. You know, people, everybody's getting pregnant right now. Let me ask you this. You're a mom. <laughs> How long do you wait before you let someone meet your kids when you're dating? Uh, I, I'm really protective of my kids. I think he and me, my kids, until we have been together for like 10 months. And this is the only man, like you got, like my kids ain't even met their the, daddy yet. So, you know, this is the only man who really have a relationship with my kids outside of my family or like my friends. Right. Um, I, I don't play that. I think, and that's another reason probably why we've been on and off for real because again, my kids love him. So it's hard to like take that away from my kids as well. And I never stand in a relationship if me and him ain't talking. Them kids ain't got nothing to do with it. Right. When you guys were off, did you date anybody else though? Like were there some other guys that you were um, about getting serious? Just, I mean, this year is the only year that I dated other people while we was off. Um, any other time we was off, nah, a bitch was dumb. Like I was just, I ain't even gonna say I was dumb. I was just, you know, com- I was content. Like I knew he w- he was living his life, having his fun. Like you in the league, you young, you live your life, having your fun. I was more focused on my career. And I ain't really, I wasn't really impressed by shit that was going on out here neither. Coming from the strip club, like it ain't nothing for, nothing for me to get excited about with these niggas. Right. So what happened with, um, the guys you were, there was nobody that you were that interested in this year? I dated, um, I, I had a little fling this summer, this year. And? <laughs> How was it? Yeah. <laughs> it was a fling. That's what you said. Did it make you uh, it was, Yeah, it was different. It was different. Um, yeah, needless to say, I ended up back home, so. <laughs> back home. <laughs> Did you tell him about it? He about to know now. You know what was so crazy was I was single, but to him, I'm never single. That's like, how they always are. They yeah, that's it. No you're not doing nothing. Uh-huh. And this was the first time for real though, like where we was off. Like usually, I'm the one. Like I leave, and I really don't be doing shit. But I leave because you fucking off. Like. And you fucked up this time, but I left this time and I didn't have no intentions on coming back for real. So I started mingling and ended up fucking with somebody. And I never did that before because I ain't had no intentions on fucking with nobody. But this time I'm like, I'm sick of your shit, man. I, like this it. This is four years of the same bullshit, bro. This is it. I'm tired. I'm finna go to fucking jail fucking with you. So, um, <laughs> you know, I try to move on and it was cool. It was cool. But I think once he saw, like, oh, this bitch will really leave me for real, like, because I never did it before. Mm-hmm. He was, like, applying the pressure with, like, getting me back and, you know, just making changes and fixing shit. And I'm, I ain't telling him. I'm letting him think I'm so motherfucking happy over here. I, everything is just peaches and fucking cream. This nigga is treating me wonderful. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't doing that wrong to me, but I was just seeing the same nigga shit. Like I, but I ain't gonna let you know that because I ain't finna let you know, nigga. You need to keep, keep leveling your ass the fuck up because shit, I ain't coming back to the same shit. But this nigga over here doing the same shit you was doing. I could stay my ass in the house. Right. <laughs> and then two weeks ago now. So are y'all on good terms right now? Yeah, I mean that's my that's my nigga. Like we friends before anything. So even if shit fucked up with us, I tell you it's toxic. Like we still gonna talk. Like we still gonna. We could argue right now. We will probably be on Twitter taking all the subliminal shit to the next level and be on the phone <laughs> an hour later. So what happened? I think I'll be bored, though. I'll be bored. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be bored. The girl from the room pop back up. He still did. It done been situations like that. Shit, I had the same bitch popping up for two years. Ooh. It done been situations like that. You know, but... Relationships. Yeah, they, they was together. Yeah, it, it, you know... Niggas do niggas I mean, shit. But with I this just, girl, you actually had to talk with her, and now she knows that you exist. So yeah, we, we had plenty talk. It was to the point where we with her because she ain't owe you nothing. But now she know. So aside from him still fucking with her, she continued to fuck with him after y'all had a woman to woman talk that you're his woman. Like what happens then? 
She'll get her head. I don't, I don't expect her not to talk to him at the me and her have a woman to woman talk because still bitches don't owe me nothing. We gotta remember bitches out here ain't cut like you know, it ain't no cold out here. It ain't no it ain't no I'ma respect that. You know what I'm saying? It ain't none of that no more. So I'm just expecting a bitch to be a bitch. Bitch gonna do whatever a bitch wanna do. She still don't owe me shit. I don't care if I told her that was my nigga. If the nigga got on the phone with her after I left and said, Oh, that's my ex, she crazy, whatever the case may be, like because you know niggas are paying a picture. If she believed them. I can't be mad at her. Like she don't owe me shit. She don't owe me shit. But I when to when bitches start making the tables turn, you gotta wear them same shoes you put me in. I don't want to hear no bitching. <laughs> what are we gonna do, Randy? I want you to be in a real <laughs> non I want him to straighten up. I don't think right. I need I don't think I need it. I don't I think it's I think it's cool. Like I think like it's fun for both of us. We both know we love each other. Like it's entertaining, but we love each other. You know, it's it's it keep me busy. Honestly, it give me a lot of material. So <laughs> it does. I'm sure. Uh, wait. So let's talk about this new album that's coming in. Cause listen, life lessons. Right? What is going to be on this? What is it? Real bitch radio. Real bitch radio. It's it's like it's like the I'm every woman of rap music. Like yes, in an album. Cause one thing about it, I don't. I'm very transparent. I don't hide nothing from nobody. I done got on here and told y'all this nigga just cheated on me two weeks ago. I done got on here and told y'all, you know, the sex bomb, whatever, because it's us. I'm very transparent. I'm a woman. I'm human. I'm emotional. I, I think I'm right all the time. Hell, I'm I'm wrong. All, you know, I, I go through everything. I done been up. I done been down. I done been kept by a nigga. I done kept a nigga. And that's what I'm gonna talk like this album is that it's everything. It ain't just the Chanel, this Gucci, that bitch, I gotta bag my pussy good. What it ain't just that. Of course I'm gonna talk about that because them facts. But you know, it's <laughs> I'm gonna talk about shit that's real at the end of the day is what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, I done I've done been broke before. Like I, I have looked at a Chanel bag and and wondered how much it cost and never knew because shit, I, I ain't looking, I can't afford it. I done drove the beat up Hondas and I done drove the biggest bins. It's like, I, you know, I, I just want to have something on there that resonate with every woman. You know, even with everything I got now, I just, I made the song solid, bitch. That was something I was really going through right then. And people look, mm -hmm. you know, from right. the outside and think like, Oh, she pretty, or you know, the niggas love her. They she can have anybody she wants and think that because of that I'm happy or I don't got problems. Nah, I want everybody to know I got problems. I got the highest of highs and the lowest of lows, just like everybody else. And I want every song you put on on there to be able to speak to somebody. That's a great summary. I cannot yeah, wait. Yeah. So we have a date yet, or we just know early 2021. What's the no, I, I, I'm looking before the end of January. Like I want to, I, I, I want to start first quarter out real strong, and I just want to set the tone. Like I want to set the tone. And I'm really ready to just show what I can do. I feel like I've I've introduced myself to the rap game. I've introduced myself as an artist, but when you don't know what you're doing, and when you got a team who you know figuring shit out too, when you're going through shit in your personal life and you can't really focus on your craft. Like, all of that affects what you got going on. And that's why this project is going to be so fucking bomb because I've taken all of that and I've put it into that music. Like, yeah. I done miscarried. I done, you know, all of this while trying to figure out who the fuck I am and where the fuck I'm going. Right. And I want to tell that story. Like, even with, we talking about a nigga right here who I, clearly ain't shit, you know, but he got a good heart. He a good nigga. I want people to, like, it's a, it's a, there's a woman out there who in the same situation yeah. with a nigga, you know what I'm saying? Millions of women out there. Very related. They don't understand why. And I kind of, I, I want y'all to understand why. I want y'all to know when, oh, she on Twitter talking shit about that nigga again. They going back and forth. I want y'all to understand why it's that deep. I want y'all to know, oh, she in the same boat like me. It's sentimental value. It's, it's time. It's when I'm talking about my money, bitch. Yeah, I'm bragging about my motherfucking money because I, I done been broke before. I done been out here. I done lived in hotels before. I done had to figure out what the fuck me and my kids was going to eat. You know, I done been with the richest of niggas who ain't shit. Dick ain't shit. Nigga. You know what I'm saying? I done, we done done all this. Let's talk about it. Right. That it's, just hurt somebody's feelings. It's dick ain't shit. Yeah. Are there going to be any features? Oh, yeah. It's, it's plenty features. You going to share some? 
I might have another one with Kevin on there. Okay. Might have some with little baby on there. You know, me and Key got a couple. I got a picture which one I want to put on there. Right now, I'm working on like I want females on it, but you know, everybody be online kicking that oh girl power, and we need to work together. And it's unity, and we need. I'm, yeah, I'm happy for everybody. That shit be on the internet. Bitches really don't be trying to work for real. But I'll be on some organic shit. I, I've reached out to everybody. I've supported everybody. So whoever organically want to work, then we'll have some female, you know, features and collabs on there. But if it don't happen like that shit, I ain't pressing no shit. I saw all the women going back and forth. I was hating watching that on social media the other day. Watching all Yeah, but that just really show you for real like that shit that everybody get on the internet and say ain't what they really own. Mm-hmm. And I ain't talking about nobody in that argument. I'm talking about females in general. Everybody get on the internet and say, oh, we, you know, we got to keep doing what we're doing. It's looking good for females in rap right now, whatever, whatever. Y'all not genuinely meaning that because if y'all was, these niggas, even when they got beef, they know how to put that shit to the side and go get the bag. Right. You know, they know they know how to handle the business. They know, they know how to be smart when it comes to marketing, when it comes to tapping into each other's fan bases, when it comes to just hell. Let me see you do it. Because these niggas been doing it to us, you know, like we gotta, we really gotta stick together. It ain't a lot of us. Right. They let their emotions get in between of what the business should be taken care of. And not that, even that. They let the fan. They yeah, let that's the he what it say, is. She say, mm-hmm. they let the he say, she say really control the narrative. Fans be making beef. And instead of bitches getting online and being, you know, real and straight to the point, they let the shit linger and carry on. And that's how beasts be getting started. If you see your fan sitting here and you up under another bitch page, you know, talking crazy about her and you know it ain't like that or you don't have no issue with it, why not say, why not tell your fans, hey, yo, chill, I'm cool. Me and her cool. We ain't got no issues. Dead it right there. Yeah. And bitches don't do that because bitches want to be talked about. Bitches like all that messy shit. Mm-hmm. And they're also that like, you're right because the fans do start that all the time. I notice that they'll be like, oh, she's subbing this person. Yeah. It's and a lot of speculation it, all the time. But I also Man, feel yeah, like to, a lot of trauma, know, like a lot of these women have gone through a lot of stuff too. And I was, I was thinking about what everybody just been through when I was watching like all this beef going on, you know, Asian doll and young Miami. And I'm just thinking like they all just had some traumatic experiences, loss, loss. you know, happening yeah. in their lives too. And I think sometimes it just like those things also can fester up and Megan, like everybody just been through so much. Yeah. It's hard. And like, even for you, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff, like you said, that you've been through and then something might happen online and you just explode because it's triggering. Yeah. Sometimes it just be other things too. I feel like. No, that's definitely, I think that got a big part, you know, of it too. But if bitches was really on that unity and shit, bitches would know what other girls got going on. Cause y'all really be having these relationships, not just this Instagram shit. Y'all really know what's going on with each other. Right, because y'all y'all really would be tapping in. Y'all really would be, you know, extending one hand to each other. But bitches don't do that. I firsthand, I know this firsthand. Bitches don't do that. Do you have anybody you consider a friend in this business? A woman like another artist that you're like, that's my friend for real, though. Mm-mm. Damn, that's fair. She but I'm not mixy. Like I'm not mixy. I then and that might be a downfall of mine. Like I don't, I don't like to be on the scene. I don't be at all the parties. I don't be, you know here because i know such and such gonna be here whatever like i like to sit in the house and and being a part of this industry i know that's working against me but the reasons for what we see on the internet it's why i like to sit in the house i like to stay the fuck out the way because bitch i fight for real (laughs) not for for, for play play at all but that's that mentality coming from where i'm from like i'm about respect i ain't gonna disrespect you don't disrespect me i ain't gonna let nobody disrespect you and put my name on it and not say nothing about it it's been plenty of times i like came in my fan base might not be as big as everybody else's, but when they start in that shit, nah, I ain't got no issue with her. We cool. Like, dead, that. that. That's what a real bitch gonna do. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, we gotta make sure we show you some support on lip service, and when the world opens back up, are you gonna be doing some shows sometime soon for the album and everything? Hell yeah. We doing all, everything. We might gotta do, like, a lip service live or something. Mm-hmm, for sure. <laughs> I'm with that. That sounds fun. I'm with that. <laughs> Have a good time, but listen, you got some homework, okay? We need you to um take some comments. Yeah. yeah, we need some swallows going on. Yeah, just one. You got to try one. I, I, is it Thursday coming up? You? I'm saying. 
No, his birthday passed. He's a Scorpio. That should tell y'all everything. Uh, my worst ever relationship was a Scorpio man ever in life. Yeah, I should tell y'all everything y'all need to know. I always say that Scorpio no, they're no, the biggest you. cheaters. No, thank you. I don't know. I might get real, real lit one night. Who knows? Because when when I'm lit, my white side come out. I'll be ready to try all kind of shit. <laughs> Uh, uh, you know what you could do to get revenge if he do that to you again? Never mind. I ain't going to say it. That's real foul. Right, you just do it to somebody else and tell them about it. Oh, and no, that shit ain't going to work. <laughs> that shit ain't going to work. Man. I'll play it with you. Yeah, that's kind of trifling. She said, fuck the best friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let them know you got that yeah. sauce too. But I wouldn't do that though. I wouldn't do that. It's just I, a song. You know, that'd be my alter ego talking. You know, she like to talk her shit. I like, I got a slick mouth. I like to punch a nigga in the gut. <laughs> that is something that hurt a guy's feelings. They hear that, they like, damn it, you ain't not playing fair at all. <laughs> Yo, cause even if I wouldn't do it, nigga, you stuck with that image in your head. Like, I bet not ever get out of line because this bitch said. <laughs> and if she going over there doing all that shit she do to me to him, I'ma kill this hoe. <laughs> well, Renny, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Keep us updated on when the album's coming out, so we can make sure that we post support. And yes, we had a really good time with you today. So we got to do a part two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I had so much fun talking to y'all. I'ma have more shit to talk about for real. My life is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we can. We can't wait for the next story. You know it's going to be another story. Right. <laughs> and like, I think yeah. I'm going to start doing story times on YouTube. Somebody you got to hear about this shit. Because you funny. <laughs> you know a good story. Yeah. And you're so upfront and honest about it. That just makes it so much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to tell the truth. I, I can't cap with nobody. <laughs> I can't cap with nobody. I'm going to tell the truth. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And have a great holiday. Happy New Year. All that good shit. And yes, yeah, we are Real bitch radio. Thank y'all so much for having me. I really appreciate it. We appreciate you. We see you doing interviews with all these guys. So we were like, we got to step in. Right. Like, it's about time we got to talk. chop it up with the girl. girls. And you know what? They be, trying to, they be trying to ask, you know, the same questions we talk about. But y'all ain't going to get the tea how I'm going to give it to the ladies. Like, no. For sure. <laughs> all right, Renny. Thank you so much. Lip service.